listening to Ambitious AF, a podcast that will help you level up, find positivity, and put yourself on top right now and every day for the rest of your life. I'm your host, Caroline Lewis, and each week I will bring you a guest or thought that will motivate you to get out of bed every morning with the willingness to succeed. Being ambitious means you are proud of who you are and everything you've accomplished. Only you can make that happen, though. But with the help of this podcast, you will rise to the top. You will find success. You will believe in yourself and manifest happiness. And most importantly, you will become ambitious AF. I know you are eager to begin. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Ambitious AF. I'm your host, Caroline Lewis, and I'm super excited because once again, I have another interview for you all. And this time, totally different from the past interviews because I've never interviewed someone who is a wealth coach. I've interviewed a lot of spiritual coaches and mental health coaches and and whatnot, but a wealth coach. So I'm super, super excited to introduce you all to Carrie. And once again, power of Instagram, that's where she and I met. And she also um, not only is a wealth coach, but she has her own podcast, which is Her Money Vibe Podcast. So definitely go look that up. I'll also link everything when we're done. And then she has a group called Conscious Wealth Collective. And she's launching a brand new program uh, in January. Uh, That is called A Thousand Diamonds Rising. So it should be launching, I think, January 15th. So without further ado, this is going to be a good one because like I said, we've never had a wealth coach on here. So welcome, Carrie. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining. And yeah, just open it up and let's hear about you. (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited. I have really spent a lot of time in my, my life and my business realizing that women struggle with money. And with my background as a chartered accountant, I really realized that I could use this, my skills as something to really help women really elevate and empower themselves. And so I'm super excited because I have created a collaborative uh, business model and I'm really using a feminine way of running a business. Mm -hmm. And so I'm a mum of two boys and I live in Gold Coast, Australia. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. It's just crazy. So I've learned how to really move, um, how to really sort of work my business around my family. Mm -hmm. And it's been super amazing to really step out of the corporate world Mm -hmm. and create a business that's focused on family first. Mm -hmm. So that's really, really exciting to me. Um, I'm also, I've been a solo mom for a little while. So I do understand the struggles of women who are once in a marriage and then are looking to be truly financially independent. Mm -hmm. So I, I feel for them. I understand the differences in, really truly standing on your own Mm -hmm. and I also have experienced a lot of I guess the pain from leaving a corporate environment Mm. so I have that empathy for women who take that stand Mm -hmm. to own their own piece of what they want to bring to the world yeah 
Well, I feel like we're going to yeah, have a lot to talk like about. Just like you, Caroline, I think <laughs> it's such a beautiful um, space to be able to create something from your passion. I'm definitely a creative at heart mm-hmm. and a, a big visionary. Yeah. And I certainly didn't survive the corporate world for very long. After 15 years, I decided I, was, I had enough of the box, mm-hmm. of the, the limitations, uh, I remember when I was leaving corporate at that stage, I was really leading uh, the whole division. I was running training sessions. I was disrupting the leadership. <laughs> and as you can imagine, in accounting, it's male-dominated. Yeah. And they didn't take that very well, having a powerful woman tell them a better way. Mm-hmm. And so it's really then that I realized that I had something within me that needed to be expressed in a different way. Mm -hmm. And I really love the fact that every day I get to drop my son off at kindy, take time off when I need to, Mm -hmm. and really not be that stressed corporate I used to be. I remember every morning being so stressed to get my son to school, to get to work by 8.30, Mm -hmm. stuck in traffic. And also being an accountant and an auditor, I was sent away for weeks at a time. So this is why I claimed my freedom back. Mm -hmm. And I'm here to be a voice to women that they can do this for themselves and truly create something, even though they don't know what they want to create from the beginning. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of uh, pointers that I want to talk about when with what you just said. And yeah. so let's first go, let's kind of touch base a little bit with corporate. And then I really want to dive into um, more of like the mentality around wealth. Um, so corporations, uh, you like hit, hit it right on there. Yes. Yeah. It's, and and it, it's funny because Uh, I think people always advertise entrepreneurship. It's like gaining your freedom back. So I think it's kind of people almost like they don't even want to hear that anymore because it's kind of just like drawn out and almost over-marketed, but it's the truth. It's, Mm. It's literally gaining your freedom back, but to each individual person, that's different. For you being a mom, it's gaining my freedom to not have to rush my son to work so that I can get on time. I'm not all like stressed out when I get to work. I can come home whenever I want because whether I'm working from home or wherever, right? I can spend more time with him or my, my children as well as my family and work on my own time. Um, for me, it was, it was really around all of the time. Like I, I was like, why am I reporting to someone? This is ridiculous. Like I want to be able to, uh, get up when I want. And if I don't feel good that day, then I want to be able to maybe sleep in a bit and then work a little bit later or set my own schedule. And if it's snowing out, I want to be able to just go to the park with my dog. So it's cool how everyone has... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone has like, well, in Australia, you could, I would totally pick up surfing if I lived in Australia, but um, yeah, everyone has their own reason to, to leaving corporate and I'm with you, you know, helping women who like, I, I think a lot of, especially women were pressured to um, support these days. Like Real, I mean, we're, we're, we are pressured to support financially and, and we also have, like, I don't have kids, but I'm speaking to everyone I know with kids and they also have kids and they're also working, but the work isn't aligned with their kids, but their children and family should always come number one, always, no matter what your job or your boss is, especially when you have kids, like that's got to come first. But a lot of 
yeah. corporations or jobs out there um, when you have bosses, and especially if it's more of a male-dominant industry, you don't get that luxury, and then you're just in this stressed-out mode, and I don't know how people juggle it all. So, <laughs> uh, I've, just, got, I've got so many stories about my experience in yeah. corporate, and I think a good thing when you have a child is you naturally start changing your priorities. Mm. And the interesting thing is, like, I've been walking in, working in corporate for over 12 years by that mm-hmm. stage before I had my child. But I was told by a lot of women that if you didn't get to manager before children, you were never going to get promoted. Oh. And I saw that for myself. Wow. Because it's it's horrendous when you go back to corporate. Huh. Um, when you're high up in management and you go back part-time, you get treated completely differently. Mm-hmm. Your opportunities get taken from you. And I probably spent about two years changing careers to try and find the right uh, culture. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I realized that that model just didn't mm-hmm. work for me as a mum. Mm-hmm. So how did you go about leaving corporate and starting your job? And sorry, this what this is a little preemptive, but um, leaving corporate and starting your job, because I, I think a lot of people, they don't want to leave corporate because of the security of the, yeah. the money and the benefits and everything. So what was your transition like, if you don't mind me asking? <laughs> no, I was going to share this because I knew when I had my 30th birthday, that, you know, usually those milestones, birthdays, you look mm-hmm. at your life and you look at where you are. And I realized at 30 that, oh, my gosh, I am not financially secure. I'm still just above broke. Mm-hmm. I've been working so many years. I'm high up in management, in accounting, and this system is broken. So at that time I decided there's a secret. There's this, Obviously, I'm in a matrix and I have to get out. How do I do that? So I looked for an opportunity to do a side hustle. And so at that time, I started an MLM side mm-hmm. hustle. But with my personality, I'm an all-in or nothing type of person. So I was running the side hustle like a full-time business. And it started impacting my focus at work. Mm-hmm. And... Literally, I didn't get a choice. It didn't last very long between my, my obvious focus moving outside of work and I, I didn't get the choice. I got booted out. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that was probably the best thing that ever happened to me because I could have stayed there and tried to do the side hustle mm-hmm. and burnt out myself. But, you know, in corporate, they want you all or nothing. And they don't like you having any side hustle, whether it's related or yeah. not. Yeah. That's so true. Not relevant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So for them, it was just black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, you you work for us or you don't. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so at the end of the day, I jumped out as an entrepreneur, no plan, no buffer, no idea what I was going to do. All I knew is I had to build a network. Yeah. And so I spent the next two years building my beautiful community of 1,500 members and running events. And um, my business has evolved so much since then. That's awesome. You just make it up as you go. Yeah. I love that. Oh, I love that. And so, and this is, (laughs) we're kind of skipping around like question-wise because I still want to talk about this, but 
to those who, because I think a lot of people, they think, well, I can't have my own business until I'm making the money, right, that I, I have in corporate because, like, how could I launch my own business barely making as much corporate and, like, survive? But I think yeah. when you're that passionate in something, you will make it work and you'll make it work beyond what you're even making in corporate. <laughs> yeah, look, I... My view is I can't, I don't see the true success happening unless you're fully 110% in it. Mm-hmm. This, this toe in, toe out is not really helping anyone. And it just ends up a woman burning them out because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're a mum, you're a partner, you're a mother, you're working, and then you're taking on something else. Mm-hmm. So I really think simplifying is best. And getting the support of your partner is really important. And honestly, I didn't have the support of my partner. And, you know, it didn't take long before we got divorced. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I see that as also another blessing because that relationship wasn't the relationship to take me to the next level. Yeah. I never, ever was a not an entrepreneur. So now I've gone on a journey and I've, built my entrepreneurial spirit and and what I'm about and I'm looking for that partner that will support me because Mm -hmm. I know it's really important and honestly for those two years when I was launching my business and hitting my six figures there were months when I wasn't earning anything because it took me ages to work out (laughs) what how to monetize what I was doing and then I realized I monetized something like I created a bookkeeping business and quickly that blew up till I realized I had a full-time bookkeeping business and I didn't want to do bookkeeping. Mm -hmm. And so I outsourced that and moved Mm -hmm. on to mentoring. And that's what lights me up. Yeah. So sometimes you have to try what you already know. Oh, yeah. And then really work out what you want to spend your time doing. And honestly, it came from people asking me, to mentor them that's when I realized that that's what I'm good at yeah yeah and I I mean I tell people that all the time when it's like yeah well I'm really passionate in this and I'm always like okay how passionate are you able to talk to a complete stranger for an hour are you able to launch a business around it how passionate because if you are that passionate in it you're gonna have to test things you're gonna have to see what not only works with you but works with your market because Right. If yes. it doesn't work with your market, then you can't create a sustainable business. But it also has to align with you because then you're just back into burnout. So yeah. I think coming up with and I'm a big like I, I like I always tell my clients, like you have to have your why statement. Like, why are you doing this? I don't care if you're making money or not. I don't care if you have products or not. Why are you doing this? And then reiterate that to yourself every single day. Right. That should be why mm. you're getting up. And I promise you, we'll test different things. Some are going to kick off more than others, and some are going to feel a lot better to you than others. You don't have to do it all. Like, definitely don't have to do it all. And then once you find that one that's in full alignment with you and your clients, that's the one that would really succeed, and that's when you start building a profitable, sustainable business of your own. But it takes time. It totally takes time. Exactly. And I think I like to share with women that – it's not to be, you know, shiny success story. Not everybody 
achieves their six figures within three months, like a lot of the, you know, the hype that gets shown online. And I, I want to share that there is a lot of peddling mm-hmm. that happens, a lot of growth that happens, and it's that willingness to lean forward through what you think is failure and start looking at it a different way, finding the lessons and turning them into your gold. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like to show women. It's, it's a whole long-term journey. And as you evolve your mindset mm-hmm. and your inner self-worth, your business will naturally evolve and you will start elevating and attracting those clients you want. But you first have to start with you. Mm-hmm. I love that. Absolutely. And that, that kind of leads me into the whole, um, I mean, conscious, like being conscious of wealth, but also yes. uh, like conscious in a not like... Um, not like a um, you you're thinking about lack of money all the time. It's conscious as in connecting to attracting money in. Because when exactly. I was uh, like a couple years ago, I mean, I just had like bad thing after bad thing happen. Um, and it's funny because every time something bad happened, it would automatically obviously put me in a horrible state of mind. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. my fa- finances started going. And it was like, I don't even know if I can afford my mortgage. I was like cheaping out on everything, everything imaginable. Cause I kept telling myself, I don't have the money. I don't have the money. I don't have the money yes. until I got more into that. Um, like that subconscious conscious beliefs of whether you have the money or not, you need to believe that you have it and will get it in order for it to yeah. come to you. So so if you want to talk oh, about that, so please. <laughs> yeah, go for I, it. I actually implement a money gratitude every morning. So that's part of my daily practice is really tuning into my money story, what things I'm not happy about with money, but I turn it around to being grateful for that and really just switching the energy around and then looking for things that um, – Say if you don't have the money right now, but you do have the time, uh, it's really important to focus on energy because money mm-hmm. money is completely made up. Money is energy. Mm-hmm. So the minute you can start tapping into your feminine power and elevating your energy, you can magnetize people to you. So that's why I focus on you just becoming the best version of you. Mm-hmm. And then you will start magnetizing and attracting those opportunities. Absolutely. And that will just show up into your world because that's what's being reflected back Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. And I know for me it was um, – so when I started reading The Magic – Um, that was like a huge turning point in respects to gratitude for money because it really makes you look at like, like look at your house and everything that you have in your house, you purchased whether, I mean, even if it was free, there was some type of purchase that got that item to you. And then I like looked around my house and I'm like, holy crap, I think I'm doing a lot better for myself than I give myself like advantage for. So that's what I just started um, just kind of talking on all of like the gratitude around money and, and 
having everything all the way down to like running water and being able to turn on hot water and mm. always being able to afford my water bill and my electricity and mm. my gas. And it's like all of that you're attracting because of money. Um, but like you were saying, money's just energy. So if you start thinking you can't afford those things and that energy is going to go away and you actually can't afford them. Yeah, exactly. And you know, coming from South Africa, you know, just having power 24 hours a day doesn't happen there. They have yeah. blackouts. So, you know, in Australia, we are so lucky mm -hmm. with the opportunities. And I think coming from South Africa, it's really given me that insight to see how different countries operate. And I have a truly grateful, resilient um, persona. And I think that resilience from moving countries when I was 18 and seeing the differences. Mm -hmm. I, I truly have just embraced Australia. I have embraced entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm such a resilient person. Like, honestly, being grateful for me really got me through some really tough times. Mm -hmm. In the last two years, I experienced domestic violence. Mm. And that was because my vibration was so low exiting my divorce mm -hmm. that I attracted a person into my life yeah. who was vibrating at a low level. And so it's taken me two years to really work on my own self-worth and resilience to like make the break and then really get clear on my vision <laughs> of what I wanted to attract into my life, what partner I wanted to attract. And I did a lot of cleaning up of my old stories. Mm -hmm. And so I've just recently did a podcast on how your man can affect your financial wealth. Oh, yeah. And how that could be your biggest mistake hmm. is a woman uh, aligning or staying with a man that is not supportive of her financial independence. Wow, that's awesome. I'm going to listen to that. That's a powerful yeah. one. <laughs> it wow. is, it is. And, that's you know, awesome. I'm very big on financial boundaries now. Yeah. And it's funny, um, financial abuse, often follows domestic violence, but it also can happen in all situations. And if you look in all areas of your life, you can identify times and situations of that abuse mm -hmm. and it'll keep happening until you set your boundaries. And this is the same thing. You, you manifest what you put out. If you don't have the self-worth, you don't stand up for yourself and people just keep taking, you keep giving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And so it's a really powerful thing to stand in your worth and start putting these boundaries in and elevating absolutely. out of people who don't give and receive. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, so I always ask this question, um, just because in lieu of the podcast mm. title. So, and I always get different responses. So, uh, when the term ambition or being an ambitious woman, especially, um, what to you does that mean or what does that bring out? Great. Oh, I love this question. <laughs> well, ambition to me is that like powerful fire within you that drives you. So you really do need this to get through all the ups and the downs and the failures. So if you've got that ambition, you'll get through no matter what. It doesn't matter who believes in you, who doesn't believe in you, who doesn't like or follow you. Um, whether the thing that you launched didn't quite work, mm -hmm. your ambition will keep you moving. And also, I think ambition fuels energy. Mm -hmm. 
So for me, like with the, the fire that drives you, it's part of that internal energy. And if you mm-hmm. can feed your ambition and really have that bigger mission and really focusing on things outside of just you and just your money and just your bank account, mm-hmm. focusing on transforming others, transforming and disrupting thoughts. Yeah. Um, I find that really exciting and I think it takes an ambitious person to take on a big mission. Yeah. And so I'm creating that possibility for myself to be inspiring for women, to lead with courage and to truly activate them in their their wealth and their um, understanding of energetic mm-hmm. exchange. And then also I wanted to share that I think ambition is something that can be grown. So mm-hmm. I wasn't always ambitious. In primary school, I was just kind of average. And it's only really when I was employed and I realised that the role I was taking on wasn't being paid at the right level. And I asked for my pay rise or my right payment. Mm -hmm. And I was told that I had to go and prove myself, Mm -hmm. prove my worth. And I think that set in motion for me that... um, That's, I guess, my story, my act is I'll show you my worth. Yeah. Hmm. And I think that's really been powerful for me to, like, I'll show you I can Mm -hmm. do this. Mm -hmm. Even when people don't support me, Mm -hmm. I will still go on because it's within me. It's my soul contract. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah, and I think... I think you're right. I think ambition, you, it, it definitely grows. And I think also if you don't even like that word or associate yourself with to that word, to me, you're probably not living the best life imaginable for yourself. You're probably struggling in, in some aspect of life just mm-hmm. because of that type of energy that you're attracting. Um, and some people, you know, like when I talk to them and they're, um, like complaining or they're negative about situations and then they explain that X, Y, and Z keeps happening to them. I always come back to, you know, like you can change everything that goes on in your life. Um, Mm. you can become like learn to become ambitious. You can actually wake up every single morning, not feeling, um, sad or uh, lacking energy or not motivated or anything like that because it's all around whatever choices that you're making right now um, and flipping that to obviously make better choices to live that perfect like dream life in all aspects uh, wealth family relationships yeah. like the whole shebang um, so that yeah I think I think um, it's definitely something that also grows with age because I think ambition grows with maturity as well like the more you experience um, the more um, you know good things bad things happen and then that ambition just really really starts to pick up yeah and I think as you go through experiences you eventually start realizing that you aren't that experience And when you can separate yourself from it and realize that that experience was there to teach you something. Mm -hmm. And so I like to, you know, really get women to look at the lesson around that experience Mm -hmm. and how it could have, you know, so for me experiencing domestic violence has made me extremely resilient. I have learned how to survive on nothing, travel solo, 
I know what it's like to be um, living in a shared house situation. I know what it's like to have your whole business be impacted Mm -hmm. by your relationship. Mm -hmm. So all of this is, and also that also led me to spirituality, led me Mm -hmm. to realizing that, oh my gosh, I've lost touch with myself Mm -hmm. and what, who am I without Mm -hmm. everyone else, without everything. And, And that was a pretty powerful experience. And what happened through that was, really finding my ambition, right? Mm-hmm. That's how I found my ambition. I got rid of the stories, got rid of all the limiting beliefs, all the I can't do that because mm-hmm. that's not expected or I have to be this way in front of other people mm-hmm. or um, I've always been like that so that's what I have to continue mm-hmm. being. The minute I just cut all that off, cut all the negativity off, decided who I was and then moved forward from that space, that's when I had a complete 2.0 evolution in Mm. myself and who I brought into my life, how amazing my life turned out to be just eight months later. And, you know, change can happen instantly like that. You know, it's all about mindset. So that's why I love focusing on mindset because when you can change a trigger, Mm -hmm. Remove a limiting belief and replace it with positive beliefs. You can instantly change someone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. So for you, and if you can try to pick just one, but what is that one piece of advice that you either telling your clients or telling uh, friends that are wanting to get out of the corporate or even just to change their life around? So what is that one piece of advice that you always um, tell people to kind of go after? (laughs) Uh, For me, the, the main foundational concept is money is energy Mm -hmm. so if you can work on your energy daily and elevate your energy focusing on where you're out of alignment I love talking about chakras and how they impact your energy and really coming back to yourself and your energy centers and doing certain things in your day to set boundaries to fill your cup elevate your energy that's the biggest thing Mm. that will create massive change and then the rest is just applying the tactics Mm -hmm. right but first you have to be that vibration to attract what you want to attract yeah oh my gosh yeah I love that so that you couldn't have explained that any (laughs) now I know why you have an amazing business so to wrap up, we are, yeah, we are 30 minutes in, so I figured it would be at least a 30-minute interview. But to wrap up, just kind of um, let people know where they can find you, um, whether that's, you know, Instagram or Facebook, whichever one you hang out the most on, and then uh, where they can learn more about your programs and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. So I am on Instagram. And I have been very active on Facebook as well. So you can find me on either of those channels. And look, my main passion right now is to launch the Thousand Diamonds Rising. So that's the global concept, the global collaboration where I'm truly inspired to help women elevate their wealth mindset and really stand in their own power around wealth. So it's create, it's a mission to create this conscious leadership 
and to really set women up for success with that abundance mindset. Mm-hmm. And so this passion for mine is I want to see a thousand women go through this program. I want to see it global. I want to have ambassadors behind it. I want to include amazing mentors in that program to truly just give and support women along that journey and really elevate that mindset and that vibration. Mm -hmm. And it's open to all women, whether you're a mum, single, corporate, entrepreneur. I think it's time we all stand together and use this collaboration model to really elevate women out of financial distress, out of relationship pain, out of single mum, you know, um, financial just struggle, really. It's really, really hard when you are solo and you have children. Yeah, absolutely. So this is my passion. This is me giving back. This is me leading a new change, and I'm super excited. I love that. I Yeah, I absolutely love that. So everyone listening, please go look her up um, and also listen to the uh, podcast, which is going to be – uh, a good one, especially for whether it's financial or it's relationship or it's just mindset, right? So yeah. thank you so much for coming on this interview. I had a blast. And thank as you. always, it's just so amazing to meet so many amazing women entrepreneurs. And um, you guys all have amazingly big goals. I know you're going to absolutely smash it. And I can't wait to see all of the other women succeed under with with your training. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, Yeah. I'm so excited. It's just going to be an amazing future for everyone. Oh my gosh, yes. All right, everyone, that is it for today. And I will tune in and talk to you all next week. Please, please go check Carrie out. All of her links will be in the description. Uh, So go give her some love. Go let her know that you listen to this podcast. And of course, if you want to be part of her amazing mission, reach out to her, let her know. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Thanks so much, Carrie. (laughs) Thank you. See you, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or just feel fired up, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories. It's always so motivating to see you getting the inspiration you needed to level up for my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes, and I encourage you to do the same. If you think a friend or family member would enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share the ambition. I can't wait to chat next week, but until then, keep being ambitious AF.